Okay, hi Year 7, this is Mr Walker here doing a quick pod for you, so there will be a few of these that are going to help you with your online tests that you're going to be taking. Um, Now today I've got a guest with me, Uh, that guest is Mrs Britton. Hello. Uh, Mrs Britton, obviously a very skilled practitioner in school, currently does the GCSEPE and um, we're going to be talking to Mrs Britton today about the structure and function of the skeletal system. So we're going to start by um, doing the major bones of the body and how the body reacts and moves uh, in relation to sport. So, Miss, can you tell me about the head and what it's classed as? Okay, so a lot of you probably know the head formally knows as the skull, but for the purpose of the test, you need to know a little bit more of a scientific name. So we need to know that as the cranium, protecting obviously our brain, uh, really important, also used in all sorts of different sports, for example, heading the ball in football. Uh, I'm sure you can name many, many more. Um, feeding down from the cranium, then we've then got lots and lots of little bones all the way down the spine, um, known as the vertebrae, and they obviously keep us uh, standing upright. So those are two really important uh, bones that we need to know so far. Now then, just hanging off of the vertebrae, we have our rib cage. Now the rib cage is really important. Got a massive role to play in making sure that nothing gets damaged when you play sport. Um, so we've got our ribs, and then just in the middle of there, we've got a really strong plated bone. Now this one's got a really big um, role to play in protecting the heart and making sure we don't have any problems, uh, and that one's called the sternum. Okay. Um, now if we look around the top of the shoulders, Miss, can you tell me what different bones we have near the shoulders? Yeah, so you probably feel on your own shoulders, you get two pointy bits that stick out there. Sometimes people know them as their collarbone, but for us, we need to know it as the clavicle. And then just feeding off their big flat bone, sort of the top of the shoulders, uh, at the scapula. So two major bones just located at the top of our uh, chest, just down from our neck there. Now, I, I, I find this next bone really, really funny. Like, it's really funny. Can, can you... <laughs> don't you think? Don't you think it's proper? Uh, I think it? some people do. Yeah, talk about the funny bone, but uh, this one's a little bit higher up, located in the top of our arm, and it says quite cleverly and funnily just associated. It's known as the humerus. So that big long bone at the top of our arm, as Sir finds very very funny, is known as our humerus. The worst bit about that is if you ever bang your funny bone, it definitely is not funny when yeah, you do it. So. Comedy name. Now we've got two bones in the arm. Um, They're called the radius and the ulna. Um, Those two work in harmony to be able to give a little bit of movement of the wrist. Uh, And then just coming off of them, we have our hand. Now, there are many small bones in around the hand. Uh, We have our carpals first, then we have our metacarpals, and then finally we finish with phalanges. Uh, When you're looking up your uh, spellings, uh, you need to start that word with a PH. So when you do your research, just make sure you find phalanges spelled with a PH. Just coming back to that, sir, as well, I think it's important to say we need to know about the order of those bones in the forearm. So the radius uh, there at the top, and then the ulna, and this is a little trick to help you remember, is underneath. So you've got radius on the top. Um, we sometimes take our radial pulse there as well in our wrist, so two little ways for you to help remember those. Excellent. Okay, right, so now we're, we're coming down towards the bottom of the body. Uh, we're right at the bottom of the vertebrae, and we have our, what you'd know as your hips, 
Um, Miss is a, a more technical name that we use around there. So a really big, big plated bone around there is a pelvis. Again, it might be one that you've actually heard of now we've said it, but um, we've also, if we go sort of a bit more technical, we've got the ilium as well. Um, so pelvis or ilium, two words you might hear together. Now, uh, very similar to the humerus, big long bone in your arm, obviously, but now we've got a really long bone in the leg. What's Longest bone in the body, sir. So that one's the femur. Femur. Yeah, so that big long thigh bone there known as your femur. If we're just spanning down there as well, sir, talk to us about sort of the kneecap because there's a bit of a tricky word for the kneecap and then the bottom bones in our shin as well. So what have we got down there? So the, uh, the kneecap is called the patella. Um, and then we've got two bones just below that, which are the uh, tibia and fibula. Um, so those particular bones. So tibia at the front, fibula at the back. Again, important to know which one is which, because if we get those in the wrong order, they will be marked incorrectly. So tibia at the front and fibula at the back. Now, what Mrs. just said there, fibula, don't get mixed up. Some people say the wrong word, so they say tibula. It's not. It is a fibula and it is a tibia, all right? So when you are doing your research on the spellings, Make sure you uh, have a good look at that. Tell us about the feet then, sir. You talked about those small bones in the hand. I know some of them are a little bit similar in the feet, aren't they? We've got lots of bones down there. What do we need to know? Yeah, well, we're starting with our heel bone, which is called your calcaneum. Um, and then just above that, you've got a talus. Uh, and then from that, we go tarsals, metatarsals and phalanges. So the tips of your fingers are exactly the same as the tips of your toes. These are both called phalanges and they're spelt with a PH. Um, so, you know, big difference here is T for walking on tar and C for driving a car. So you'll use your hands to drive a car and if you're walking on the road, you would walk on tar. So Okay, so yeah, metatarsals, toes and tar, metacarpals in your hand driving a car. Good, I like that, sir. That will help me remember uh, the difference between those two. Um, well, that's really all the location of the major bones and all the uh, different types of bones that we've got in the body. What we do need to have a quick, and because it's a quick pod, we're going to just do a little bit more on this. There are five functions of the skeleton, um, and what we need to do is just go and drift over them very quickly. And what we'll try and do to help you is give you some examples of when we might do the function uh, as a sportsman or sportswoman. So, the first function, Miss, of the skeleton is? Yeah, so that first one we talked a little bit already about with the vertebrae to give us shape and support, okay, therefore giving the body posture. If we didn't have these bones in the body, we'd be, in essence, pretty much a blob on the floor. So it's really important they're there to give us some kind of shape um, and, as I've said, support. So that's the first main one. And the second one, sir? Well, this allows the movement of the body. So um, basically where the uh, muscles attach, they pull and then the bone moves. So let me give you an example. If I was throwing the ball, uh, my bicep has to pull on my radius of my ulna to be able to flex, and then as I extend, my tricep pulls it and, uh, and does the extension. So uh, muscles work uh, as agonists and antagonists, and they all, they all work together to be able to throw the ball. So that's what we do. We move. Okay, and the third one then, we talked about this a little bit, we definitely talked about in the skull and the rib cage. so that's to give protection. <coughs> um, just mentioned there, we've got obviously heart, we've got lungs, uh, spinal cord and brain, so we've talked about the cranium protects our brain, 
and I've just named loads and loads of major organs that sit underside or inside our rib cage. So we need those really, really important. Good example of that is boxing. So if you're obviously involved in boxing, you've got your hook shots <laughs> towards the chest and things like that. Your, your body's protected by the ribs in that process. All right, number four. So to produce blood, we all know that we've got red and white blood cells streaming about the body. And it is absolutely vital that uh, that flows in order for us to live and to function. So producing blood. Um, why would we need to do that? The more red blood cells you can produce, the uh, the better you can perform. Um, more oxygen in there. There's a little bit of uh, research that you might need to do to be able to find out more about that. So that's a little task for you to have a little look at. And if you get any time, have a look at altitude training because that's uh, one that's linked to that. Now, the final one <coughs> is the store of minerals. Um, so these are things like calcium, potassium and iron and things like that. Um, why, Miss, would we need to be able to do that? So iron helps us in the transport of oxygen to the working muscles and calcium is needed to build and repair bones. So there's two really vital reasons there. Um, these minerals keep us functioning every single day and I'm sure you've heard of lots of other different minerals that are important to our body um, also. And if you think about it, if you ever get a bad injury or a break to your bone or anything like that, you know, the calciums are going to be there helping to reform that bone and to support that in that process. Okay. Now, this is coming up to the end of our quick pod. Um, it's been uh, a pleasure to do it. It's been nice spending a bit of time with you, Mrs. Britton. Uh, yeah, and just, thank you. Just going over the structure of the skeletal system. Um, there will be some more quick pods coming. Uh, one thing that you need to do now is you need to go back and you need to look at the different um, names of all the major bones of the body and you need to know them off by heart because when you take that test, if you do not put the correct spelling in, it will not come up. Um, and when you do the test, make sure you put which member of staff is your teacher um, and uh, hopefully you found this very helpful um, in the process of helping you with your online test. I'd just like to say thanks for listening and the key thing is give us a little bit of feedback. Hopefully you have found it useful and uh, let us know what you think. Okay, till next time. Bye. Bye. Okay, so here we are, quick pod number two. Um, some more home learning for you, year seven. I hope that you love quick pod one. As Mrs. Britton said at the end of the last one, um, we're looking for you to come and give us some feedback here. You know, if you think there's things that we can add to this, then let us know. If you'd be interested in joining us for one of these, then, you know, you're more than welcome, especially if there's any uh, um, older students in school that are interested in doing it as well. You know, we'd like to get you on board. Now, today, we're going to be looking at the structure and function of the muscular system. So I'm just going to introduce Mrs. Britton again. Hi, Mrs. Britton. Hi, sir. You okay? Oh, yeah, not so bad, not so bad. Right, let's get going then. So, our quick pod number two is all around the muscles of the body. What are muscles used for? What do they do, miss? So, muscles really, they're in essence, contract and relax. Really important. Without that, the um, body wouldn't move, really. Key pair that I think we start with, and I think quite a few of you might already know, biceps and triceps, really good example. So, these two muscles work in pairs located or found at the top of the arm bicep at the top tricep underneath so for example i'm doing a nice bicep curl in the gym i'm working out my arm is flexed my biceps really uh, contracted main mover and underneath there we've got the uh, tricep supporting that movement that's relaxed and then the opposite of that extending so a little bit deeper knowledge for those who want it there in terms of muscles working in pairs but 
they well, our body wouldn't be able to do it really if we didn't have those muscles we couldn't move okay really good now on the back of the body we've got a, a huge muscle it's called the trapezius and that runs right up the back and across the shoulder blades um, and runs all the way into the bottom of your neck now these uh, it's a, a really large muscle um, it really helps with stabilizing the shoulders and in and around the back um, moving on from them around the front uh, and staying with the uh, shoulders we've got our deltoid um, this is a big big shoulder muscle that helps with a lot of power in such types of shots such as uh, a smash in badminton or doing a tennis serve or something like that okay just down from there miss so we've talked about uh, some upper body ones. Uh, we've now got really important ones for maybe if we're doing press-ups, chest press, etc. is pectorals um, in the chest muscles. So again, like I say, if we're doing maybe some press-ups, uh, maybe some bench chest press. Also, obviously, we're throwing the pectorals will um, get involved in movement there across the chest. Okay, brilliant. Um, now, going down from the pectorals, everybody always wants one of these. It's a six-pack. Now, the abdominals is the actual terminology that they are called. Um, and they're a group of muscles that go all the way down the front of the stomach, and they help us to stabilise our core. Uh, if you really work on these muscles, you end up with lots of great balance, um, and it's particularly good for lots of different sports. Um, down the leg a little bit, Miss, at the front, what have we got? Yeah, so down the front of the leg, big, big muscle made up of four tiny muscles. It's known as the quadricep. So quadricep gives you a little clue it's made up of four. Big, big muscle. Uh, and just behind the quadricep, so at the back, we've got the hamstring. Uh, again, a nice pair of muscles that work together. Just spanning down from there, a lot of you always say, oh, it's the calf muscle, Miss. It's the gastrocnemius. This is a tricky one for spelling, so have a look at that one. Because as Sir mentioned in the quick pod one, if you get the spelling incorrect, you do not get the mark. I sometimes think it's easier to break this one down to gastrocnemius. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I always like to think of it as a transformer, this one, just because of the way it's, you know... Way it's, it's it does termed. sound quite like a transformer. It does, doesn't it? It's a good transformer like, name. Optimus Prime and that type and of gastrocnemius. thing. And Just to make you aware, Optimus Prime is definitely not a muscle. Okay. Right, so coming up from the gastrocnemius, we've got the hamstrings. Now, when we go further up past the hamstrings, which Mrs. already spoke about, we've got our gluteals. Um, the gluteals are our big, powerful bum muscles, basically. And they allow us to do lots of squats. They help you to get up and down stairs. Um, and if you were to go to the gym, you might put a weight across your shoulders and do some good squats from the glutes. Um, so that's there. And then... Coming slightly up, Miss, we've got another word there. Yeah, sort of running down the side of our backs. If you were sort of tucking your hands behind your back, you've got latissimus dorsi. Uh, again, big muscle running down the back. You might have heard people saying they do things like lat pulls at the gym. But again, in essence, a lot of throw movements uh, incorporate the latissimus dorsi. Uh, Sit-ups, press-ups, it's sort of that front and back. They work well with the uh, abdominals. So they are all of the major muscles that you need to know. Now, as we said, this is a quick pod. So this is a, we're only just short of six minutes into it and we've pretty much come to the end of what you need. Um, what you do need to think about is how muscles work in pairs. You need to think about the, the benefits of muscles and the strength and the power that you have that can help with performance. Um, athletes that are particularly fast have lots of power Athletes that run for long distances would have what, Miss, do you think? 
if they don't have power, they have lots of. Endurance, yeah. muscular endurance. Just a little bit of an extender there for those who are quite interested in the anatomy and physiology of the PE. Have a little look up of agonist and antagonist and fixator. I did mention about muscles working in pairs. So if you want to get a little bit more information in there just for your own knowledge and you're enjoying the quick pods, then please have a look at those terms. Okay, right, that brings us to the end of the quick pod. Thanks for your time again, Miss. Uh, year 7, good luck with your second test. Um, give us some feedback and, and tell us whether or not this is you're finding this helpful. Once again, it's the spellings. You know, you're not going to get away with just listening to us say the words. You're going to have to do some research around the spellings and what they are, but hopefully you find it interesting. Okay, good luck. Keep up the hard work. Thanks. See you. Bye. Bye.